Welcome to Real FM Rewind. Here's some highlights from the week. We all know the trope. Young woman screaming as she runs down the hall, running away from a mysterious spooky something something chasing her, right? She gets to the door and she just can't open it and she's screaming and oh, it's such a cliche. We've seen it a million times, but maybe it's more accurate than we realize. I just thought this was hilarious. It's a video on TikTok, a, a, like a security cam footage you could say of a haunted house and it just captured this moment and it's just so perfect. The young woman in the haunted house is running away and screaming from one of the you know costumed individuals in the haunted house who's spooky and scary and chasing her and she gets to this door and she just can't open it. And what's so funny, is then the the worker who's pretending to be the scary entity chasing her actually stops to help her try to open the door and it turns out it's not a push it's a pull so they pull the doors open and then they resume the chase and it's probably the funniest things i've seen all day and maybe more accurate than we realize Anson, I have returned. My husband and I just got back from vacation yesterday. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm glad to be back, and I genuinely mean that. Like, you know when you get to that point where you you think, you know, this has been really fun, vacation is great, but dot, dot, dot. Ah. It'll be really good to get back to fill in the blank. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think we all have that. Sure. And maybe it's not always like work, but maybe it's like, oh, it'll be really nice to get back to like my own bed. Oh, that's a big one. Or other things like that. Well, I bet you can't guess what mine was. Um, <laughs> did it have something to do with cats? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I was like so ready to get back and see my cats, Aww. but here's the, here's the fun part. Yeah. It wasn't just me that was ready to get back to the cats. On the way home, we're driving and my husband goes, I call time with Gilbert first. Oh, wow. The yeah, okay. because he has really bonded with this sweet little kitten. That's and fun. Gilbert loves his dad. Uh, he loves both of us. So we were both very excited to get yeah. back to our cats. <laughs> and we received a very warm welcome. Have you ever experienced cuteness aggression? Basically, you aggressively are overloaded by how cute something is, like an animal or a baby, and you just want to squeeze them so tight. I definitely will pick up my cat Jasper and give him aggressive hugs and kisses, and he doesn't always appreciate them. But according to this TikToker, the upside of having a pet cow is you never have to worry about being too aggressive in your affection for them because you can't really over squeeze a cow. You can't really boop their nose too hard, according to this TikToker. And I will say, as she is hugging and squeezing and petting this adorable looking cow in this video, I kind of want one. Well, as Kara mentioned a few minutes ago, this is one of our favorite days of the year uh -huh. here at the station because there's this thing called Downtown Trick or Treat, which Kara has uh, just <laughs> renamed Breaking News Sorry, guys. into the Parade of Cuteness, it's true. which I think actually is probably a more appropriate name <laughs> as we just have an endless horde. Can we call them a I horde mean, yeah. of cute kids walking by our studio windows? It's the best kind of horde. In though. amazing yeah. costumes. So cool. Yes. The most cute <laughs> horde you've it's, ever seen it's true <laughs> and uh there are some really great costumes this year that i've already seen yeah um my favorite category however of costumes i think has to be the people who dress up as food yes 
Like, these are kids after my own heart. It's so Kara. true, right? I mean, because most kids, they're like, you know, what do you want to be? Oh, I want to be Mario. Yeah. Or Princess Peach. Exactly. Or Yoda. Or yeah. a Jedi. Or yeah. something cool like that. And then you have the kids <laughs> like me who are like, no, you know what? I want to be a taco. Yeah. Because I just really like tacos. Because <laughs> that's just near to well, my heart. Well, there's that bag of Cheetos that walked by earlier. <laughs> that was adorable. I saw one girl walking by dressed as a lime. Right? You know? I mean. I like limes, too. Maybe yeah. not my favorite food. <laughs> but you do you, right? That's right. Whenever you're hungry and you need a restaurant near you, what do you do? You go into Google Maps or your map app, whatever you're using, and you type in something like food near me or Italian near me, lunch near me, or maybe even Thai near me. Maybe if you're in the mood for Thai food. And that's what's so brilliant about this restaurant owner. He literally named his restaurant Thai food near me. Yeah, you heard me right. That is the name of his restaurant, and it's brilliant. And thinking outside the box, the SEO game is too strong, as one might say, because you're literally going to type that into your search bar, and that's what's going to pop up. So clap and a half to this guy. I think that's brilliant. But the downside to all this is more and more places are starting to pick up on it, thinking, oh, if it works for him, it's going to work for me. And suddenly, we've got a dentist place called dentist near me and I I don't know there's a big difference in my opinion between tie near me and dentist near me I can't quite explain it but there it is Oh man, my kids had so much fun yesterday, dressing Aww. up in their costumes, yeah. hanging out at our trunk or treat at our church, yes. doing some trick or treating here downtown in Salem Springs. Part of the parade of cuteness. Yes, and then walking <laughs> around our neighborhood Aww. after all the trick or treating was done, and my kids came back home. However, they then engaged in perhaps the most important ritual of the evening. Oh, and I don't know if you were ever a part of this as a kid. Okay, but it's the candy trading <laughs> session. Oh. Oh, that's awesome. They came back home. They all dumped out all of their candy all over the kitchen table yep. with their cousin as well. Oh, cute. And then they all proceeded to identify their favorites uh-huh. and trade and swap with each other. Oh, that's so cute. And this is so much fun. I was like, this is like stock market trading for kids. Yes. Or something like that. So true. I mean, they all had their personal <laughs> favorites. They were all like making deals. In some cases, it was getting elaborate, like two uh, for ones or oh, three way trades. That's I mean, true. I mean, this not is all critical candy. stuff. Yeah, not all candy is created equal. That's so right. you got to figure out what equals what. And yeah. it's got to get you through till basically next well, October, right? I mean, like, there's that. We're talking about a year's supply of candy Ooh. here. Big decisions, Big decisions made last night. <laughs> I've always wanted to go to one of these. Zoe here with you on Real FM. And have you heard of a cat cafe? Yeah, it's basically what it sounds like. It's a cafe or a place, you know, where they probably serve drinks, I would imagine, if it's a cafe or some sort of food. But in any case, there are cats at this cafe. The whole purpose and idea is you can go, maybe get a coffee, maybe get a tea, but then you can play with some cats or meet some new cats. And usually the cats at cat cafes need homes. They need to be adopted. And so this is an opportunity to kind of have a chill environment, meet a cat, maybe find one that warms up up to you and then maybe you adopt it take it home super cute have always wanted to go one of these just to play with some cats and enjoy a coffee but imagine you've gone to a cat cafe to play with the cats have your coffee and you brought you know a purse or a bag with you obviously you probably set it on the floor right 
enjoy your cat cafe experience and then you go home you've taken the bag with you and you get home and you open up your bag and there's just a cat in the bag you unintentionally have a new friend <laughs> he has just decided oh I'm just I'm just gonna go home with you now because you know your bag looks so comfortable <laughs> I just thought this was an adorable story a very cute picture of the cat in the bag just hanging out as cats do and what a cute way to find your new furry friend I, I assume this person kept the cat because how could you not it's clearly meant to be A few minutes ago, I was talking about how my kids last night engaged in a ritual that I remember from my childhood, uh -huh. and that is once all the trick-or-treating and the trunk-or-treats and the fall festivals and all that stuff are yeah, done, yeah. you come back home, you dump out all your candy onto the table, uh -huh. and then you trade... <laughs> With your brothers or sisters or cousins or whoever. Oh, it's so cute. Giving away the the candy that you're not a big fan of. Yes. Trying to acquire more of the favorites. Yeah. Maybe even, you know, ripping off your younger siblings. Oh, uh, well, you you're know. you're a very savvy trader. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> but then there was one other thing that happened. Okay. As they were doing this and all the candy trading was going on. Yeah. Uh, my wife walked over and she declared that there would probably need to be a mom tax. A mom tax? Involved in the proceedings. <laughs> but of course. And I don't know if your parents ever charged a tax <laughs> on your candy. This makes sense, uh, yeah. Kids, don't listen for just a second. Yeah, but yeah. I think some parents kind of do that without their kids even knowing, oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Kudos to my wife. She was trying to be upfront about well, it. that's good. She was like, you know, this is a good opportunity for you to learn about how real life works. It's true. You know, and taxes and that kind of thing. <laughs> So, you know, for every trade, you gotta, you know, you gotta yeah, pay your you gotta taxes. Pay some taxes. My uh, oldest daughter tried to pay her taxes in uh, the little Whopper oh, candies. Oh, yeah, no. Because nobody likes those. Yeah, that's not gonna work. And my wife was like, yeah, no. sorry, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't count. You gotta give me the good stuff. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, hypothetically speaking, if vampires did exist, what would be the best or worst place for them to live? Zoe here with you on Real FM, and I'm glad the internet has come up with the answers to these very important questions. They basically analyzed all of the big cities in the US based on these five categories of food and drink, layer safety, I really like that one. Number three, deterrence, which are things like sunshine percentage, amount of Christian churches, garlic festivals, number of werewolf clubs, I don't know how they measured some of those. Number four, community, which was amount of vampire groups. Again, how do they determine this? And five, entertainment. All right, so they looked at every city, measured each of those five categories, and drum roll, please. The number one best city for a vampire to live in is not shocking. Guess what? It's New York. Are you surprised? I'm not surprised. There probably are vampires there. While most kids last night went around collecting candy, as your kids did, mm -hmm. just sharing about how they came back home and were trading all their favorite candies, yes. apparently some people were experimenting with something I'd never heard of, oh. and that is um, something called potato or candy. Potato or candy? <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, not familiar with this either. Apparently some people, when trick-or-treaters come to their door, offer them the choice. Would you like a potato or would you like candy? Hmm. Which is super random. Yeah, and I was going to say. I don't know where this came from, but it's happening enough that there's like videos of this online. Oh. And what's even weirder is that a lot of kids chose the potato. What? 
I know. Really? I was like, what's wrong with you, kids? <laughs> I guess they just thought it was funny. And uh, maybe if you have a bag full of candy, it's I mean, fun to come home and show up your potato. <laughs> but I'm guessing in your, your game of trade that was yeah. going on at your house, that one wouldn't have gone over too well. You wouldn't think so. <laughs> but maybe they're more valuable and in demand I than guess? we know, Kara. I have no idea. It is candle season, and it's probably been candle season for about a good month now. So many candles are aflame right now in the United States, probably globally. Candles are everywhere, filling homes with sweet smells. I am a big candle person, which is why I feel like we need to do this public service announcement. I totally not guilty of this whatsoever, have not totally gotten in trouble recently for doing this multiple times now. But do not leave your home with candles lit or go to bed with candles lit. It is a fire hazard, especially if you've got pets or small children running around. It's so easy to knock the candle over and then poof, flames everywhere. Yeah, no, don't, don't worry, I'm not in trouble of this. I totally did not do this recently. Just, just so everyone is aware, we should be blowing out our candles when we are done with them. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind. <laughs>